Welcome to the OOO Ozempic and Semaglutide podcast. Get ready to hear from best-selling healthcare author Dr. Josh Luke as he facilitates a discussion on healthy weight loss and living healthy. And now here's your host, Dr. Josh Luke. Folks, welcome to the OOO Ozempic and Semaglutide podcast. Just a reminder, we are changing the name of the podcast because there's so many different brand name injections that have come out uh, that we don't want to focus on just one. So name of the podcast is changing. We'll let you know that new name soon here. I'm very excited to uh, share with you our guest today. Today's guest is Nurse Deb, a longtime friend of mine. She's revolutionized the healthcare benefit space. And today she's going to give you her sincere concerns and warnings about going on the injection weight loss path. Nurse Deb, welcome to the show. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me, Dr. Josh. Awesome. Awesome. Good to see you. So Deb, this is the first of all of our guests who I've had on who just came right out and said, you know, Josh, I'm just not a big fan. And I said, okay, well, let's talk about why not, because that's why we created this show. So people who are considering it could hear those concerns and factor them in, at least at a minimum, before they decided to take their weight loss journey. So, um, Deb, just describe for me what your concerns are about the injections. There's a revolution taking place in America, and you're a nurse, so give us your perspective on what your concerns are about those who are considering uh, losing weight taking the injections. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a variety of concerns. Um, the first and foremost being that I don't feel like enough Americans have done much in the way of behavior modification, diet, exercise, those basic things that we need to do. We Americans need to get up off our butts and we need to cook more at home. I think we could do a lot about weight loss just by embracing those. And, and I think a lot of people feel like this is a magic bullet and they're not looking at the downside. They're not looking at gastroparesis. They're not looking at muscle loss that is happening. They're not looking at the financial cost and the fact that you're pretty much going to need to be on these the rest of your life to keep that weight off. And they're so new. We don't have any long-term studies that show what are the real outcomes. We think losing weight is a good thing, right? And Granted, for most people, wouldn't hurt us to drop quite a few pounds, especially Americans. But I also don't know that the risks that go along with the medication are outweighed by the benefits of weight loss. Show me which is worse, the side effects and the, the problems from the medication or the side effects and the problems from being overweight. Just don't have that data yet. And let's tackle two things really quickly that, that Nurse Deb mentioned. And guys, Nurse Deb is Deb Alt. Uh, Deb is uh, the founder and president of AIM, A-I-M-M, and her company works with employers, uh, employer-sponsored health plans to ensure the best care for the best values being provided and actually talks directly to patients who call in to help educate them on how to, you know, if you read any of my books, become an EMC, an engaged healthcare consumer and live healthier and do the right thing save you money, improve your care. Her company is the best at that if you are an employer-sponsored health plan and want to know more. And I apologize, Deb, I didn't give that uh, introduction from the get-go, but now people know. But you, you said two things in your initial answer that we need to peel back the onion on. And one I think is common sense, which is just like the COVID vaccines. You know, we're now in 2024. The fact of the matter is, all politics aside, all science aside, 
all we know about those is less than 36 months of research, period. That's the answer, right? And so these, um, you know, weight loss injections, you could make the same argument. They Everything may be 96% positive to date on the research, but it's a small uh, short-term body of work and no one can deny that. The other thing you mentioned, which is very interesting, Deb, uh, that we've talked about on this show several times is that for whatever reason, the injections are burning five to 8% more body fat than traditional other, uh, what we would call fad diets, which normally burn 20 to 25% muscle versus fat. Uh, the injections are tending to burn just over 30% muscle versus fat. Can you speak more to that? Well, we're so sedentary in America to start with that we're muscle deficient. And then you take that extra chunk of muscle loss, it can be really problematic. Um, the other thing I will tell you is it worries me that we as Americans aren't getting enough fiber in our diet to start with. And then you put us on these medications that give us the feeling of fullness and Fiber is one of the easy things to completely eliminate out of your diet. And then we get all these bowel issues. So we have less muscle to squeeze the bowel. Now we have all of this bulk laying in the bowel. It's kind of a recipe for disaster when it comes to GI problems. So the other thing you mentioned, Deb, is uh, you mentioned it to me before we got going is, is just the expense. You talked about behavior modification, which is just having a, a meal plan, which we talk a lot about. And that's actually, you know, I'll turn that around and say, that's the reason my wife and I decided to try the injections after researching them for a couple of years is because it wasn't a fad. It was something that would help us say, hey, here's how we want to live the rest of our life. You know, a responsible, healthy, small breakfast, responsible, healthy, you know, salad or something for lunch. And then at dinner, kind of let the cards fall where they may. And, and if things are all on plan and you're not out to dinner or traveling have a healthy meal and share it for dinner and and that's a, a way to live your life and where you don't feel like you're you're fad dieting but um what you're saying is you don't see people making those modifications and i'm hopeful and again i'm i'm, I'm too early in the science process because i haven't gone off the injections yet to say now i i am in that habit uh, but I certainly am more disciplined in that. But the other thing you talked about is the expense. Do any of the employer-sponsored health plans you've uh, you work with uh, cover the injections? And have you and your team uh, had conversations with patients about the injections and their impact? Almost none of the plans that we work with cover these on a as-desired basis. Almost every employer that we're working with is treating them almost like they treat gastric bypass surgery. By the way, if you want to see whether weight loss medication injections are going to fail, just look at the failure rate of gastric bypass. The same challenges that we're talking about with the medication, the injectables, is the same challenge we're up against with gastric bypass. People defeat gastric bypass all the time, right? Um, the patients that have gastric bypass that then end up needing to get nutritional supplementation from an IV format because they won't stick to the meal plan post bypass. My fear is we're heading down that same path with the injectables. Most employers that are covering it are requiring a multi-month, multidisciplinary behavior modification, physician-supervised exercise um, nutrition counseling going in and compliance with that. 
what we're seeing is most patients, if they are compliant with that kind of a program in hopes of going on the injection, you get three, four, five months in and they're losing weight, they don't need the injections. And so it's really more about behavior modification. Are there some patients who will stick to a perfect diet, a perfect exercise routine, and still can't lose weight? Yes. Are they a high percentage of Americans? No, they simply aren't. So they're, most employers are saying, you have to fail this multi-month, multidisciplinary program and prove that you've made those changes and still haven't been able to be successful. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, so you just hit on something that my wife and I have been talking about after six months on the injections as we go towards tapering down, which is there's times on these injections on your journey where you're like, are they even doing anything? Because really, you you that's what's changed is you don't know they're you know really reducing your hunger, your desire to be hungry. You've just you just live your life, and that's actually what's odd at first on this diet if you will is you have to change your behavior or nothing changes right so what you're saying is look you have to change your behavior anyway so why not try it without the injections and see if you can do it and stay disciplined to it because what you're saying is for those who are on the injections this is what you're going to have to do when you go off the injections either way okay exactly so yeah. really you know my understanding my interpretation of what you're saying is you know, it, it, this could be a Kickstarter, but the bottom line is you have to do A, B, and C when you get off of it anyway. And if you're going to do that, why not try it without? You could make the same argument either way, uh, other the other way, which is stimulate it, which is what I've done for six months. But now, are you going to do it without? And yeah, the, the proof's in the pudding, right? Am I, am I going to do that or not? So it is a mind hack for sure, right? Because so many people start the injections and are like, hey, should we get an appetizer? And I laugh and be like, hey, hold on. Not only can you not order an appetizer before you eat, but you need to have a meal plan. You need to know how many calories you're consuming each day. Be conscious of carbs, protein, and fat grams. Uh, but just be smart and mix in some exercise. So I think all the points you make are, are right on and it does get expensive folks. I mean, it's on average 300 bucks a month. If you're paying out of pocket can be more. I know Ashley, who we had on the show from New Jersey, the influencer, she's one of our most popular shows. She said she pays upwards of 550 to 600 a month 
for the injections. And she's a case study in somebody who went off it and said, whoa, I got to get back on. So, um, well, and there's a great calculator that Al Lewis has created for employers right. that they can go and access. So if you haven't talked to Al Lewis about this topic, I would encourage you to do so. He's much more um, academia than I am. No, 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 I'm much no. more people. Um, but most employers are finding that based on the numbers that we're able to see so far, at best, if it's a long tenured employee, if it's somebody that's going to stay with your company for mm -hmm. a long period of time, and I mean, come on, we're talking Americans here, right? Right. Yeah. We change jobs like we change underwear. Yeah. So, but if it's somebody who's going to be on your plan for a long time, at best, from a cost and return on investment standpoint, you're looking at a break even. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's really interesting. So, okay. Um, so this has been definitely a different interview than we've had to date, folks. So Deb, do you know anyone who has lost a significant amount of weight on the injections? And if so, have you had conversations with them? Sure. We know lots of people who've lost a lot of weight on injections. We don't know many people who have had any other significant benefit, right? Okay. We haven't seen cardiac risk scores go down. We haven't okay. seen bone density stay stable. We haven't seen, you know, other positive medical side effects. We've also seen a lot of people who have lost some weight, but who've had some really serious side effects, especially in terms of gastroparesis. So again, you know, you're going what to have gastroparesis to have- gastroparesis for those people that don't know that term? Um, Probably the best layman's term is bowel obstruction okay. or your bowel stops functioning. Bowel paralysis would be another okay. way to think of it. Um, and again, we as Americans are so deficit on fiber to start with, right? Yeah. One, of the, one of the ways that you as an American can make yourself feel full mm -hmm. is to eat more fruits and vegetables, especially vegetables, especially raw ones. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So you've, you've answered so many. Uh, so I'm going to give you a hypothetical, Deb, and I want you to, and let's say you're working the phones this day for your company, one of your best clients, and I know you're going to treat all your clients and patients the same with the same priority, so it doesn't matter, but call uh, some, an employee, one of your patients calls and says, hey, so look, I'm on uh, one of these semaglutides, let's say Zepbound, the new one that's supposed to be the biggest selling one of all time because it's a dual agonist and uh, it works in two different ways. Look, Deb, I've heard your podcast with Josh. I know you're not a huge fan, but I'm doing it. And you're paid by my employer to tell me how to be healthy. But you know I'm doing this. So tell me what you want me to do and I will do it. Tell me I'm taking these injections. I want to lose 30 pounds in four months. Tell me what, give, give me like the top five things you're going to tell me when somebody just says, I'm doing it. But tell me what you want me to do at the same time. Drink more water. Okay. Number eat one, more, is water. eat more raw vegetables. Okay. Raw veggies. Get off your butt. Get off your butt and exercise. Go see a counselor and figure out what's the root cause. Why are you eating? What are your triggers? What behavior modification can you do? Okay. And number five, get involved with a team of people. Other people who are on the journey that are going to give you support, whether that's your family, you know, people at your church, you know, you've got, you cannot do this journey alone and be successful long-term. 
ton of Facebook groups for this exact thing. So awesome. That soundbite right there, those five things might be one of the most powerful in the history of our show. So uh, that just kind of came up at the end here, but that was perfect, Deb. So thank you. And, and uh, hey, uh, Deb, just to wrap up really quickly, we keep these shows short and, and answering kind of just one basic question people have uh, to, you know, as they educate themselves on whether or not they should take this journey. And you've given them a lot to think about. But can you share, I, I have a feeling there's going to be vegetables, particularly raw ones in this answer, but um, what kind of one of your favorite meals is that's a go-to healthy meal, maybe 300 calories or less that you don't feel like you're you're splurging when you eat it because you just love it so much? I tell you, I love, love, love a good mixed greens chopped salad, right? Bite size, nice raspberry vinaigrette dressing. Keep it simple. Keep it clean. You'll never be wrong. My wife makes a great raspberry salad. Oh, it's one of my favorites, especially in the summer because she throws raspberries or strawberries in there. So thank you for that. Deb, it's always great to catch up with you. Thanks for your candidness. And uh, we will talk to you soon. And folks, if you haven't, uh, if you just a reminder, we're changing the name of the podcast from the OOO Ozempic and Semaglutide podcast. We're going to let you the new, know the new name soon. If you don't follow Deb all on LinkedIn, are you on any other socials, Deb, besides LinkedIn? Is that the main one? That's the main one, really. Yeah, Deb A-U-L-T on LinkedIn. She goes by Nurse Deb. Very, very well known in the benefits industry for all the great work they're doing. Thanks again for being our guest, Deb. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the OOO Ozempic and Semaglutide podcast. Dr. Josh Luke is a PhD, but not a medical doctor. And none of his comments or comments of his guests are intended to be medical advice. Make sure to like, follow, share, and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back soon with a new episode.